This is my testimony, everybody. How God favored me in spite of my enemies. And if God did it for me, he'll do the same thing for you. Don't worry about your haters. Your haters can't do nothing with you. Good morning. It's 11 o'clock. Story, I know. <laughs> my enemies, they tried, but couldn't triumph over me. Good morning, Carol. But couldn't triumph over me. I'm still alive. I need some, I need some loud. Way to my destiny. Let me tell you about love. Love is patient, caring love. Love is kind. Love That's a lip song. <laughs> but then, but I can't help. But to give God glory today, when I think about all I about, and I still came out on the winning side. And I, know I don't know about you, but I know that he faithed me because my enemies. They tried, but couldn't triumph over me. They, they did try, but couldn't triumph over me. They whispered, they fired. They told their lies. God favors me, my character, my integrity, my faith in God. He favors me. Will not bend, won't compromise. God favors me. I speak life and prosperity. I speak. Woo! God favors me. Conspired, they sold their lives. God favors me, my character, my integrity, my faith in God. He favors me. Will not be, won't compromise. God favors me. 
my whoa and prosperity I speak yeah whoa God favors me Lord have mercy conspired they told their lies God favors me whoa my integrity Lord have mercy Lord have mercy will not fail will not be won't compromise God favors me I speak life and prosperity I speak well Lord have mercy Lord have mercy yes 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 God favors me <laughs> Lord I'm telling you God got a word <laughs> God favors me. Sometimes you got to make it personal. People are going to come against you. People are going to talk bad about you. People going to people going to stab you in their back. They may even block you, but God favors you. Don't risk your character. Don't risk your integrity. Don't compromise. Lord have mercy. Don't compromise. Oh, y'all see that the devil. Oh, the devil is a lie. Cut that straight off. Oh no, no, no. Oh no 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 oh no 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 oh, Lord have mercy oh y'all see that oh the devil is a lie the devil is a lie people gonna lie on you they're gonna scandalize your name they're gonna scandalize your character they're gonna scandalize your integrity they're gonna want you to compromise no if you want God to favor you you gotta stand on his word you gotta stand in the midst of your adversities you gotta stand in the midst of those backstabbers, you got to stand. In the midst of the gossip, you got to stand. In the midst of chaos and confusion, you got to stand. Why? God favors me. God favors me. Come through, come through. Lord have mercy, come through. This lesson on today is about to bless you. I'm, I'm in this right here. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. God favors me. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. I promise you all, if you just stay with me, if you just follow with me as I follow the Lord, this, this one on today, is going to bless you. This one on today is going to cause the devil to run. This one on today is going to cause Satan to flee. This one on today is going to cause God's hands. The scripture tells us it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. I'm trying to help you. Lord have mercy. Oh, y'all about to be blessed. Y'all about to be blessed. Y'all about to be blessed. You're about to be blessed. You are about to be blessed. God bless you, Antoine. My God, baby. So good to see you on here. Bless you, Providence Marie. I'm gonna need you to cover me in prayer. My God, bless you, Minister Stacy. Bless you, Pam. Good to see you all on here. We're going on in Jesus' name. Amen. But this right here is going to bless you. And I want everybody to share this to your pages. I want everybody. There's seven on my up. Oh, there's nine on my live. I need all nine people, all nine people 
to share this to your pages. I promise you, this is going to either bless you or it's going to hurt you. But if it hurts you, it's only because of the word of God. Because of the word of God said it is literally, it, the word of God, it's a two-edged sword. It's supposed to cut you. It's supposed to hurt you. It's supposed to encourage you. It's supposed to discourage you. It's supposed to get you to a place in God. Lord have mercy. Y'all don't even understand what is happening right now. But we're going on in Jesus' name. Amen. Galatians chapter six and i need to read this and i need to slow down so let me slow down right now let me slow down let me let me check something out right quick let me let me let me check something right quick let me let me check let me check let me check let me check let me let me let me let me okay listen 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 let me help y'all out i'm about to bless you I'm about to bless you in the mighty name of Jesus, but I need to slow down. And because I need to slow down, I need to slow down because I want this to be about God and not about me. I need to slow down because I need this to be about God and not about me. Hey, Bishop. Hey, DeWanda. Listen, I need this to be about God and not about me. But I'm going to read you something. Now, for those of you, we're on day 16. We are almost finished and Satan is pushing Satan is trying to bring the bring division. Satan is trying to sow discord amongst the body of believers, amongst the body of Christ. And I promise you, and I, listen, I don't have to justify it. I don't have to prove it. I don't have to do any of that. But God is going to use me to back this up with the word of God. And when I get done, then it is what it is. But on today, God calls the righteous. Listen, I just said that. I just said that and I need to put this right here. So bear with me, bear with me. I need to put this in here. So that's why I said I need to slow down so I can stay, so I can stay focused. I need to slow down so I can stay focused, okay? Because I don't want to get, I don't, I want God to get the glory. I want God to get the glory out of this, out of the story. I don't want So just bear with me. Please bear with me. Just bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Okay. All right. Y'all bearing with me. Okay. So right now, I went from nine to five, but it's okay. Five is grace. Right. Slow down your covet. Bless you. Thank you, Minister Stacy. Yes, Minister Stacy and Prophetess Marie. Thank you. I know that I'm covered. I know that I'm covered. I know that I'm covered by the both of you. So I'm going to slow down. I need to get this out. And when it's done, um, God is going to get the glory. And I pray that the people will be saved, set free, and delivered. And we got to know that Galatians chapter 6 is talking to Christians. Let me say that again. Galatians chapter 6 is speaking to Christians. And it reads, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so, so and so fulfill the law of Christ. Verse 3 says, For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. Let me stop right there for a second because. Those of you who have been following me, I thank God for you. And this is why I said share this to your pages for, for this is the reason why. 
because God gave me this literally 17 day. Not the day is the day is 16. The day is day 16. But God gave me this 18 days ago. 18 is the number of new beginnings. I didn't start it on that Sunday. I started on June 2nd because I was preparing it. I went down in prayer. I went down in self-closing because I needed God to cover me and I needed and, and the Lord knew. I'm stopping right there at three for a second. And the Lord knew what was going to be needed. The Lord knew what was going to be what was going to be needed to be said. The Lord knew who was going to be attacked. The Lord knew that in this season that we are in concerning coronavirus and concerning racism, the Lord knew that amongst the body of believers was going to draw discord and division. Y'all don't hear me. And yesterday, it's funny, and Prophetess Maria is on here. I told her this three days ago. The Lord spoke to me in a dream and said, camouflage is sabotage. Y'all don't hear me. Sabotage. I'm sorry. Camouflage. Camouflage is sabotage. And I need to explain that. And I'm only going to give you a little bit of it because I'm, I'm going, I don't need to go deep too in it, but I'm going to try to read this. A chameleon is an animal that is able to change colors in the military army men paint their faces to be able to blend in the area they are in to hide, to attack, or to be protected from their enemies. So there are, so like some animals, they are able to hide from their predators. Chameleons are able to change their colors in order to adapt in their environment for climbing and visual hunting and to hide, to blend in, so you can't really see them unless you are totally focused in on where they are. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Camouflage is sabotage. And and I, if, you, if you stay with me, I'm going to help you. Listen, I'm gonna jot down. I'm gonna leave all the dream part out, but I'm gonna speak to what God was speaking to me. God was saying to me, that I have been having in the last two or three months. But on last night, I changed my prayer and asked Lord to show me, to show me the who, the what, the why, so that I will know how to move accordingly and where I needed to be and what I needed to do and where I needed to do it at. And God not only spoke, but God showed me and he spoke camouflage is sabotage because you have to be able to understand that as Christians, we are supposed to be able to have the spirit of discernment to recognize who is for you and who is against you because the scripture tells us if God is for you, then who can be against you? Greater is he than it, greater is he that is in him than he that is in the world. So if God is greater in you than those that are in the world, then why is it it takes but a 2.5 second short fuse to send us into a mindset of carnality and not in the mindset of Christ-like? Because it says that we are to put on the mind of Christ. 
So therefore, if we put on the mind of Christ, then we should not let the spirit of the enemy to come in to steal, kill, and destroy from not only from within, but from without. Y'all don't hear me. Listen, the Lord spoke this to me at 6.30 a.m. on last Sunday morning, Saturday Sunday morning. And as I got up and planted my feet on the floor, and as I rose, the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord said to me, camouflage is sabotage. So I began to look up a chameleon because that's an animal that I know that is able to blend in to their environment to be able to adapt to whatever they're near. But if you don't have a clear focus, you won't see the animal. What you'll see is what's around it or what's in front of it or what's behind it. But if you keen in close and you not only use your peripheral vision, but you remove the blinders from off of your eyes and you focus in, you'll be able to see who's, oh Lord have mercy, who has those stones behind their back. Because with the, with the spiritual vision that the Lord gives you, you can see through the spirit. Lord have mercy. You can see through the spirit. So in my dream, I was saying, I'm no longer fearful. Show me, Lord, and then teach me and show me how to move accordingly. And of those that are throwing rocks and hiding their hands, God began to show me and I didn't become afraid. I stood flat footed and I didn't have to speak. God began to pull the hoods off. God began to remove the blinds from the windows. God began to remove the mattresses from under them. God began to uncover that I needed to see. God began to show how I would minister. And there would be those going behind me and changing it. Oh, my God. My God. The Lord took me all the way back to 2006. And I said, why do you have me in this place? He said, because that's not where your encounter started. Your encounter started in the hospital, on the hospital room floor. I said, okay, God. He said to me, because that place is your past and this place is your future. I said, Lord, I don't get it. And God said, there are some people that has you there and have you here. That place wasn't your encounter. This place is. You didn't do what I asked there. You did what I asked here. So while you were hiding from those who was trying to sabotage you, I exposed them to you here. Just think back and look and not listen. And I could feel myself looking and crying. And immediately I began to lose and immediately I began to though I began to lose to those of now and not lose of them today. God was showing me the truth that I am giving now is the lies people are bringing from then. There are some that are trying to sabotage by being a camouflage. Lord have mercy. So I'm going to leave this right here with you. There is more, but God is saying Say no more. Now move accordingly. So in these last few weeks, I've been seeing myself telling people, move accordingly. Stand still. Don't move so fast. Don't speak too quick. Just wait. Just wait and watch. Not to. I, I've been telling them to hear, to listen, and hear 
with your eyes, not see, but listen with your eyes. And I know it doesn't make sense, but it's okay. But I'm about to help you. So here we go over to this. So let me let me go back to this in verse three. I want to read that again. For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. Verse four says, but let every man prove his own work. And then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches in all good things. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Verse 9 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Verse 10 says this, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Here's, here, here's what happens. Let me, let me, let me, now, let me say this. Let me, let me do this. Galatians. Let me do this. Galatians 6. 1 through 10. Okay. Now, let me do this. Ephesians. Ephesians 4, 26. Let me do this. Romans. Romans. 1. 1 through 32, I believe it is. Let me do this. Romans. Now I'm giving you all these scriptures so that y'all can go back and y'all can read these for yourself. Okay. Now. Boom. Now. Now. Now I've given you all those scriptures. So let me say this. Now let me go to Ephesians. 4 and 26. I know what it says. But on today, I want to read every scripture according to what it says. I don't want to paraphrase it. I want to read the scripture word for word. Ephesians 4, 26. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Did y'all hear that? Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Neither give place to the devil. Let me read Romans 14, 16. Let me read Romans 14, 16. Romans 14, 16 says, let not then your good be evil spoken of. Let not then your good be evil spoken of. Let not 
your good be evil spoken of. Okay? Now, let me read Romans 12. We all know what Romans 12 says. I didn't add this, but it dropped in my spirit, so I'm going to read it. Romans 12, 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Okay, y'all heard that, right? Now, let me say this, and I'm glad that the numbers dropped on this live. So I can't tell you if somebody is watching from behind and they've not just come in, but I can tell you that three is on this live right now. There's number three, there is, that's got a little eyeball. Number three is on this live, but I started out with number nine. But let me give you this as an example. I, I was supposed to start at 8 o'clock this morning, okay? But I haven't started at 11. So let me just assume that there are people that started out watching just to see what it was about. They might be at work. They might change in the baby. They might have been on lunch. They might have just was going out to the store. Whatever the reason is, for me, I no longer focus on the numbers that is on the live because I just said there were three and now there is two. So can I explain that in spite of if it's three, two, one, nine, 20, 50, it doesn't matter. But my character and my integrity is what's going to please the Lord. What I say here is what pleases the Lord. My job as a pastor is not to hurt you. But if I hurt you, it's because of the word of God. My job as a pastor is to encourage you, is to give you the true word of God. If you don't want to receive it, it's not on me, it's on you. If you don't want to receive true encouragement, it's not on me, it's on you. If you don't want to receive anything from me, it's not on me, it's on you. If I'm trying to help you and you don't want my help, it's not on me, it's on you. Because it's where your relationship is with the Lord. And if y'all just bear with me, I thank you for grace because now there is five on my life because God knows who needs to be encouraged. God knows who needs to be convicted. God knows who needs to be loved and God knows who needs to turn their carnality mind into the spiritual mind of Christ. Lord have mercy, because I had to get into a place within myself that it did not matter who blocked me. It did not matter who unfollowed me. It did not matter who wanted to connect with me. It did not matter who wanted to support me. What mattered is if I was pleasing unto the Lord, if he was seeing the good works that I was doing and my heart is right in the sight of God. And what has happened is we have used social media as a tool to throw rocks and hide your hands. Oh, y'all don't hear me. It's the truth anyway. We're using social media as a camouflage to sabotage. Oh, y'all don't hear me. 
If you have the true heart of God, it won't cause you to block people because they're only giving their honest opinion. If you have a true heart of God, it won't cause you to be disrespectful to the people who are honestly giving their honest opinion because here's the key and some of you are missing it. If it, if it is okay for you to express yourselves on social media and then when someone comes and says, I don't agree, if your heart begins to turn cold, you are not a man or woman of God. If your heart comes with malice, strife, and contention, you're not a true man, woman of God. Because conviction brings confession. And confession brings about a change for God, not man. And some of you may agree, and some of you may not. And I'm okay with that. Because I had to realize I had to be okay with who I am in Christ and not who you think I am in the flesh. The scripture tells us to touch not the anointing and do my prophets no harm. So there is a thin line between that because we get in our flesh and the first thing we say is that's the devil. No, it's not the devil. It's not the devil. Everything that, everything that happens in this world God created it. He is the true living creator. If God allowed Job to be attacked by Satan, knowing Satan didn't have any power, Job never lost his character. He never lost his integrity. He maintained his ways before the Lord. I was told by a prophetess one time to never block anybody else and she was right to an extent because the scripture tells us in hebrews that he will make a way for our escape from those temptations that's trying to overtake us oh yes i'm right here where i need to be what is overtaking you is COVID-19 overtaking you? Is racism overtaking you? Is people's opinions overtaking you? Is people's backbiting overtaking you? Is people's gossiping overtaking you? Christians, we don't even understand how now Satan is using COVID and using racism and using these riots to bring division against the men and women of Christ. And y'all are so much in your flesh you're missing it. I don't care what you say. You're missing it. If you if, if something is not for you, scroll on through. If you don't like what somebody say, delete it and go on about your business. But when you are arguing against hatred, when you are arguing against strife, when you are arguing against confusion, that is not of God. Oh, and I'm going somewhere with this. Listen. So therefore, in Romans 1 and 32, as a scripture I just gave, Romans 32, let me help you out. Roman, and I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm going to read that last verse. I'm going to read Romans 1 and 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth and unrighteousness. 
How can you hold the truth in unrighteousness? You can't unless you are not a part of God. Because if you're a part of God, then you should have no sin or no malice or no hatred in your heart. Romans 1. 21. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Let me tell you something. Some of these Christians in this world has a heart that is darkened. When you can come against, when you can come against the men and women of God with no problem. <laughs> when you can come against <laughs> when you can come against the men and women of God with no problem, you have a foolish darkest a darkened heart. When you can be disrespectful, your heart is darkened. When you can be rude, your heart is darkened. When you can be blatantly disrespectful, your heart is darkened. When you can have sin in your heart, your heart is darkened. When you have unrighteousness, a mindset, your heart is darkened. And God is seeing the camouflage. And he's trying to get those who have a unrighteous, darkened heart to see where they are and asking you and trying to get you to repent. Why? Because you're moving in flesh and you're not moving in spirit. How do I know that? Because the scripture says this, the spirit is indeed willing. The flesh is weak. The flesh is weak. So instead of us allowing our spirit to override our flesh, we're allowing the flesh to override our spirit. So no, we're not fighting against. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Listen. Listen. Ephesians. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter six. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So if you ain't got on the whole armor of God, you're going to be overtaken by the devil and his devices. And the scripture also tells us and I believe it's in Romans, that we're not ignorant to his devices. We are not ignorant to Satan's devices. But when you allow Satan's devices to overtake you, you're ignorant. You're ignorant. And the power, the power is not in you. We know the power of God, but we're denying his power thereof. We fall, we find ourselves falling into the trap of the devil. Now back to Romans. Because I need to, I need you to understand this. Romans 1 and 32. Y'all need to hear this. Romans 1 and 32. Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. So if you are, if you are agreeing with somebody that is bringing unrighteousness if you are in an agreement with somebody that is bringing confusion if you are in an agreement with somebody 
who is doing things that you know that they're doing wrong, you're the, you're going to receive the same judgment as they are because you're, it, the Bible says that you're partaking in it. Okay. Now let me go here. Let me go here. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Let me go here. Now I'm about to help you. So on, let me get some, I, I text me a lot. So on yesterday, on Tuesday, today is Wednesday, I was talking to my husband, taking him to work. We was praying and it dropped in my spirit. Stop attacking and start contacting, which leads me to Matthew chapter 5, 23, 24. This is a scripture that 90% of the Christian leaders are not doing. Let me help you out. Oh, I'm in Galatians chapter 6. Let me, I'm trying to restore you. I'm trying to help you. Listen, I ain't got to, I ain't got to talk about, I'm going to get to my point here in a minute. Cause I listen, because after I make this point, I, I listen, I want to help those who want to be helped. I want to help those who want to go to heaven. I want to help those who don't want to go to hell. Whether you are a leader or a lay member, I want to help you because I'm not going to stand before God. I'm not going to stand before judgment day. And God's going to say, I gave you all of these gifts. I gave you what to say. I gave you how to speak it. I gave you how to give it. And you never said a word. So on social media, it's going out into the airways. So let me just say that. So let me, let me, let me say this. Stop. Stop attacking and start contacting. Oh, I'm about to help you. Oh, I'm about to help you. And put that back in there. Stop attacking and start contacting. Oh, I'm about to help you. Matthew chapter 5, 23. Here we go. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there remembrance that thy brother hath aught against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar and go thy way. First, be reconciled to thy brethren, and then come and offer thy gift. But let me go back up to 21. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, you shall not kill, and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. Jesus said, but I say unto you that what that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, thou fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Now, mind you, I did see a post where people have stated, look at them dummies. Look at them, look at them um, ignorant folk. Look at these stupid people. You cannot call... Moses, thank you, Holy Spirit. Moses called God's people heathen, and then he struck the rock twice out of anger, and God had to bring forth the water 
because he said you got he was gonna bring forth the water he made his promise he'll never let them starve he'll never let them go hungry he'll never let them go thirsty so he had to do it but in the midst of him in the midst of us making god do something because of his promises you won't see the promised land i'm sorry you won't go into the promised land you'll see it oh you will see the promises but you won't enter in it you won't partake with it you won't have it you can't touch it your feet won't even tread upon it because of your disobedience and calling god's people out of their names publicly publicly 90 percent of christians 90 percent of leaders 90 percent of apostles 90 percent of bishops 90% of pastors, 90% of evangelists, 90% and yes, I'm talking about me, my husband, my children, my ministers and everybody else. Oh, I'm there. I'm where I need to be. Righteous restoration. We we need righteous restoration. We need righteous restoration. I'm not exempt. Have I made some mistakes? Oh, yes, I have. Have I called some of you names? Oh, yes, I have. Have I dogged some of you out? Oh, yes, I have. But I can honestly say I don't need any of you to tell me that I've been changed. Because I can look in the mirror and I can also look behind me and recognize where I have been changed at. I no longer have to justify my change. I no longer have to justify if God is speaking a word. I no longer have to justify if I'm giving a prophetic word. I no longer have to do that. Because God is my vindicator. God is my judge. That's where you, that's where 90% of leaders are making their mistakes. You don't want nobody to hold you accountable, but you don't want to hold yourselves accountable either. Self-righteousness. Some of you, some, some apostles, some bishops, some evangelists, some prophets and prophetesses, some of you are walking in self-righteousness and disobedience. And it's coming out on social media. <laughs> out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Minister Stacy's always say, Lord, fix it here. Before it goes here, and comes out of here. Because she didn't want her character and her integrity to be questioned. And she didn't want to displease the Lord. See, here's what you don't understand. Some of you, 90%, I'm going with 90%. Y'all know when I go 100%, I'm going, now I'm going 90%. It ain't 99.99. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. 90% of leaders today are walking in self-righteousness and you need restoration. You need righteous restoration. You have fallen short on the, on the wayside and your heart is showing. You're showing in social media. And then what you do is you want to try to clean it up by blocking people. 
<laughs> by unfollowing so that you don't have to see it. And here's the thing which you don't understand. The scripture and revelation tells us those that have a those who have an ear, let them hear. But if you don't see it, then you can't hear it and you can't be convict you can't be convicted so then you can't confess it so you walk in self-righteousness and you think that you're too high-minded that you can't be caught off guard by satan oh y'all don't hear me it's the truth anyhow i love to no longer go to your page to see if i've been blocked god shows me i don't have to watch your lives anymore and figure out who you're talking about because the lord shows me if i see a status that i don't agree with i scroll through i don't comment i don't say anything if it's not for me i scroll on through and I continue to say that to you. If it's not for you, scroll on through. If it's going to hurt you, move. If it's going to upset you, move. How do I know this? Because me, I'm not risking my salvation on what 90% of you have going on, leaders. Because you're hiding behind social media, using your subliminal messages, being race undercover racist. Sorry, but it's the truth. And it's coming out on your social media pages. Because why? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. But here's where I'm going to help you. Because now it's time to restore you. So now I'm going to help you. Now I'm going to help you. Because I didn't give you camouflage. It's sabotage. Stop attacking. Start contacting. Meaning, if you know that somebody has said something and you're not sure about, you ought to go to them and make it right. But we've learned so well how to preach over unforgiveness. We've learned so well how to preach over hatred. Oh, we've learned so well how to dance over malice and strife and contention. Oh, we've learned how we've learned so well how to prophesy over jealousy and envy. Oh, we have learned so well that now we start believing the place that we're in, we're okay. You're not okay. You're not okay. And I'm going to show you why you're not okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to show you why you're not okay. Because I just said it. Don't let your good be evil spoken of. We're supposed to lead the sinner man to Christ. We're supposed to lead the, the unbelievers to Christ. But how is that if we are the unbeliever? If we are the Christian sinner? Because Galatians is talking to a Christians who have fallen short and need the meekness, the those who say they're spiritual and need to restore you in the spirit of meekness, not judging you. So now, so, so now let me say this. So now, now I'm getting to my point. Now let me read this to you. Now I'm about to help you. Here comes your help. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Here we now here, here comes the help. So now, now I'm calling names. Now I'm calling names. I need something to wipe my face. Now I'm calling names. You know what I'm calling names? Because Jesus had Jesus had 12 disciples. And out of the 12 disciples, one betrayed him. And one denied him, as Jesus said. Jesus said. <laughs> 
Peter, I hear you saying you got my back. But when that pressure is on, you're going to deny me. And you're not only going to deny me one time, you're going to deny me three times. And I'm going to show you how it's going to bring back to your remembrance of these words that are saying, out of, the words that are coming out of my mouth. You're going to hear a cock crow. And when you hear that cock crow, immediately you're going to hear my words in your mind. You're going to hear my words in your mind saying, Peter, I hear you saying you got my back, but you're going to deny me three times. And not only that, not Peter not only did, listen, Peter not only did, 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 did deny Jesus, Peter cussed. Ha! He cussed. Peter cussed to prove he wasn't part of the righteous, to prove that I'm really Jesus' friend. See, that's the thing. So we talk so bad about the, the true men and women of God. We talk so bad about them that when it's really shown that we're really your, that you're really our friend and you really have our back, you got to do something to prove that it's wrong. You got to prove, good God Almighty, you literally got to prove that you really don't have our back by talking bad about us. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus, help me in this place. Righteous restoration. What is overtaking you? Are you allowing racism? Are you allowing social media to overtake you and cause you to lose some good people that are standing for you, that is standing by you, that helped you once upon a time? Are you allowing racism to cause you to sin? Are you allowing racism to cause hatred in your heart? Are you allowing racism to overtake you so bad that you got to cuss and prove that you really don't have our back? Now, here's the thing what you need to understand. I'm, I'm, listen, I, I, I can care less about what people do, I can care less what people say, and I and I'm not I'm not just speaking this because because it's me. I'm not speaking it because I got black friends. I'm not speaking because I got white friends. I'm not speaking because I got pastor friends. I'm not speaking this because I got children and their friends. I'm not speaking this because of people being blocked and unfollowed. I'm not speaking that because I am speaking this because of the true word of God. The true word of God does it? It bothers me. It saddens me. It hurts my feelings. That there are people that we are connected to don't even realize that politics and church don't need to go hand in hand. I got proof. I got proof. So it doesn't really matter. That's why I said I need everybody to share this to your pages. People need to understand this is why this was this was this is why this was put in place that politics and church does not go well together. Oil and water don't mix. I don't care how you flip it. I don't care how you dip it. Oil and water does not mix. That is why the scripture tells us in 1 Corinthians that we are not to be yoked with just anybody. We are not to be yoked with just anybody. A believer can't be yoked with a, 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 a believer can't be yoked with an unbeliever. What does light have to do with darkness unless you are bringing them to the light, not following them to the dark? That's right. It just don't mix. So let me tell you why 
Politics and church don't mix. Now I'm going to where I need to go. So now, now I know if I've not already been blocked, oh, I'm about to be showing up block right now. Oh, I'm about to be so, showing up block. So I'm going to say this. Pastor Kevin Lane. I got a text message. Now, mind you, I've already had all this set in stone for 11 o'clock because I had to work on it. And I was going, and I know why I was so heavy this morning. And I was, I was literally sick. I was, my, I, my husband can tell you, I, I don't know if Minister Laquan is on here, but she can tell you, I was sick this morning. I was so sick. I was, I was anointed. I was going down. I was praying. I was crying out to God. And I was like, God, I don't even understand what is, what is going on and had no clue all of this was going on. So whether you believe it or whether you don't, it does not even matter because God knows. God knows. But all of this has led up to today. Today. So let me say this. Pastor Kevin Lane has blocked one of my one of my ministers, has blocked my daughter, who's on the worship team, and she he has blocked my husband, who is Bishop Christopher Holloway Sr. So I don't know whomever else he might have blocked, but I'm sure I'm probably going to be next. And, it, and it's fine. It's, it's okay. Because in this walk with Christ, righteous, the true men and women of God, you're going to be attacked. You're going to be attacked because of who you stand for and what you stand for about at the end of the day. Holiness is right. Righteousness is right. If you are self-righteous and you think you've done nothing wrong by hurting other people, something is seriously wrong with you. And I just said it in Galatians. I just said it in Galatians chapter six, and I'm, and I'm going to continue to read it because I'm in the word of God. It doesn't matter. It no longer matters what somebody else says and how you try to justify. You cannot justify the word of God. You can't justify the word of God. And this is why so many people are being attacked. And this is why so many people are being abused because there are, because nobody wants to tell the truth. You have to stand on the word and be bold. Sometimes you have to walk alone. That's right, sister Elizabeth. That is the whole fact. So if God has to use me to be bold, and give the true meaning of the word of God, then I would rather stand for Christ. Paul said, it don't matter what you say. Listen, you can, don't pray for my, don't, Paul told them, I hear what you're saying, Agabus, but I would rather die, but I'm gonna die for the sake of the Lord. Paul said it, read it in Acts. So I would rather be, listen, for God's sake, for my salvation, for true holiness, I would rather lose some friends and some family members than to lose my salvation and my and my right to the tree of life. So I'm gonna say this again. Galatians chapter six, verse three. For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. You continually to deceive yourself if you truly don't think that there is something wrong with certain people. The Bible tells us to pray for those. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Let me go back to that. Matthew. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5 at the at, at, at 43. Let me let me help you out. Let me help you out. Matthew chapter 5, 43. You have heard, and this is Jesus speaking. 
You have heard that it has been said, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. So they may not be using you, but they could be persecuting you. So you pray for them. If you feel like somebody is persecuting you, pray for them. But we are preaching, and I'm saying we. No, I'm no longer saying we because I'm not in that place. I'm not preaching and got hatred in my heart. I'm not prophesying and got hatred in my heart. I'm not laying hands and have hatred in my heart. So no, I'm not saying we. I'm going to say if you, if you preachers, leaders, apostles, bishops, lay members, say that you are spiritual, say that you are Christian. If you are preaching, prophesying, laying on hands, and you got hatred in your heart, and you are persecuting people, you are walking on dangerous ground. Because the scripture tells us it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. And some of you don't even realize that you are walking on dangerous ground. Some of you need prayer. Some of you need doors to be open, but you are allowing politics and church to mess you up. So on today, let me tell you what's overtaking some of you. Politics and racism and church. Three things, politics, church, and racism is overtaking 90% of the leaders of the bishops, of the apostles, of the pastors, of the evangelists, of the believers, of the Christians. 90% of you are allowing politics, church, racism to overtake you. And you're not using positive, you're using negative. I don't care how you look at it. I don't care how you flip it. I don't care how you turn it, but your heart is darkened according to the word of God. Listen. Jesus said that you may be the children of your father, which is in heaven, for he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good and send his reign on the just and on the unjust. For if you love them which love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the publicans the same? And if you salute your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans so? He said, be ye therefore perfect, even as your father, which is in heaven, is perfect. So let me read you this. The real meaning of the separation of church and state. Can somebody say separation of church and state? Let me help you out. The real meaning of the separation of church and state church and state boom but we're talking about politics because politics is state okay so listen to this listen to this this is what i this is what i got from the times from um what i get this from did i write it no i didn't write it but i got it i got it from a, a liable source i got it from a liable source from the times okay we are told that one should avoid discussing two things at the dinner table, religion and politics. Clearly, they have never eaten at our dinner tables. 
Religion and politics can be polarizing precisely because they deal with important matters that are deeply personal and close to our passions. But these discussions do not have to be polarizing or combative. Intolerance of another person's faith is a personal choice, not a legal requirement. We are also told that we should not mix religion and politics. I've been saying it. We should not mix politics and religion. Let me say that again. Let me write it. We should not mix politics. We should not mix politics and religion. Boom. So, again, liable source, we are told that we should not mix religion and politics. Again, this saying has a powerful truth. And when religion is used for political purposes, it empties religion of its eternal meaning and becomes just one more cynical method of acquiring power. I cannot stress that enough. Again, this is talking about what is overtaking you. Okay, gotcha. Okay, thank you. Oh, bye -bye. So with that being said, we should not mix politics and religion. Why? Because it draws in the Christian community, it draws division. In the Christian community, it draws and sows discord. In the Christian community, it calls hatred. It calls your true character. To Let me get a little close. It causes true character. It causes your true character and your true intentions of your heart. It shows those hidden motives from your heart. That's why politics and religion should not mix. That's why they separated church and state. I can't say that enough. Why? Because more cynical methods of acquiring power. Pastor Kevin Lane, I personally want to apologize to you because apparently you feel like that they were people were coming against you because you felt like they were taking your post into racism. But um, I haven't read your post, but I will say that I, for one, I, I kind of know my husband that I think he, I know that he might've was like, I'm not going to the racism thing, but we're not looking at it at another perspective. And then that's when I, I called, that's when now I can say this. Now I called him and I said, okay, well, I didn't call him, but I texted him and I said, you know, woo, woo, woo. And he was like, that's not what I'm saying, but I can't sit now because I've been blocked. So now I couldn't go back to read it because Pastor Kevin blocked Bishop Holloway. So truth be told, somebody tell me, is that not bringing division? Is that not sowing discord? Because um, it is. It is. I don't care how you look at it. I don't care how you flip it. I, I don't care. How you what you say about it? It you just sowed division because of what somebody else 
post it. And this is why I keep saying, if you know that somebody's post is going to cause harm to somebody, just don't. Just don't go there. Just don't. If you know it's going to bring confusion, don't. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I'm going to tell you why. Oh, I know I'm helping somebody. I know I am. And, you know, I, I heard somebody say one time, you know, the people that really needs to hear it is never around. And those that, that, that are already walking in that place is always around. But here's the thing. It doesn't at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. God wants us to speak it. And that's what he told his disciples. He said, when you go out into the hedges and the, the byways and they don't want to receive you, he said, dust your feet. He said, he didn't tell them. He didn't tell them not, not, not to. He didn't tell them to stop praying. He didn't tell them to stop praying. He said, dust your feet and go into the next town. So here's the thing which you don't understand. It doesn't matter who receives and who doesn't. At the end of the day, Jesus said, go into the hedges and the highways and compel those to come to, to, to preach the good news of the gospel. So, so let me say this again. So let me say this. Oh, Lord have mercy. Listen. Okay, so here I go. All right. Now, and hello to everybody. Come on. Okay, so again, politics and religion don't mix. Church and state don't mix. Satan's job is to bring division. Satan's job is to sow discord. Oh, Lord have mercy. Listen, every time, Proverbs, Proverbs chapter six. I'm, I'm helping you. I know I'm helping you because I feel it. I feel it in my bones. Proverbs chapter six. There are six things that the Lord hates. Oh, and the seventh is abomination. Listen, Proverbs chapter six. And we're going to start at the 16th verse. These six things don't the Lord hates. Yeah, and seven is an abomination unto him. Here's the six things the Lord hates. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that defies its wicked imaginations, feet that be swift and running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies. And here's the seventh. And he that soweth discord among the brethren. Who is the brethren? The women and men of Christ. That's the brethren. So if Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy, why are we sitting back and allowing Satan to set us up for failure? I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. And so what happens is, so, so, okay, moving forward, James. Let me go back to James. James 4 and 17. Let me help you. James 4 and 17. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. So when you know that you're about to share something that's going to upset a couple of people, don't do it because you've just sinned. And you've also now have just allowed your good to be evil spoken of by others that have saw you now draw discord and division amongst men and women that are in an authority that should be respected, that should be respected. You should be able to have respected Bishop Holloway enough to just inbox him and y'all have a conversation or call him for y'all to have a conversation. Now, Pastor Tammy and I, she, 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 um, is in for Trump. 
And now I'm about to help you. This is how two mature adults act. <laughs> this is now how two mature adults act. And I don't, I'm not ashamed to say I don't vote. I don't vote because I don't get caught up in politics because I am a Christian and it will cause division. It will cause confusion. It will cause chaos. That's my choice. To me, it doesn't matter if somebody fought for me to vote. No, somebody just didn't, somebody did, just did not fight for me to vote. They fought for the whole African-American community to vote. And I have made a choice not to. That's my choice. And I should not be, I should not become against because I make a choice not to go into that area. I know I did not vote for Barack Obama either. That was my choice. And look what happened there. He allowed homosexuals to marry. But that's their choice. That is what they choose to do. And what y'all are doing is y'all are getting your y'all are getting y'all are getting the world into your heart instead of allowing your heart to go out into the world to bring change oh y'all don't hear me y'all don't hear me so at the end of the day it does not matter my life belongs to god i am sold out to him so i try my best and be very careful not to put my mouths on the men and women of god because of what i see them doing what i see them sharing it's not good i had a conversation with pastor um garner thank you all spirit with pastor garner he made a post and i commented and I explained to him where I was coming from and we ended it on good terms. I didn't go back and read the rest of those comments that everybody else was saying. I spoke to his comment, he responded, I responded and we both, we both walked away with two hearts, period. I didn't, I didn't stop loving him. I didn't stop sharing uh, or liking his posts. I didn't, do, I didn't block him and he didn't block me. That's mature that is mature that is what two mature adults do now back to me and pastor tammy she votes she she she, she, made, she made it plain i'm going with children i don't care what anybody say okay that's fine but this is what i said to her we have learned to uh to 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 disagree to agree in the spirit of love my words to her was this pastor tammy i understand that trump is who you was for and that's fine but I don't agree. I don't agree with him how he treats his wife. I don't agree with him how he treats the people. I don't agree with him how he talks to the people. That's my that's my opinion and what I see that are factual concerning Trump. But I don't bash Trump on social media. I don't put anything about Trump on social I do laugh. Oh, I, I do. I laugh. I laugh because it's funny. I laugh what they said about Obama. I laugh what they said about Trump because that's who I am. That's my person. That's my personality. That's what I like to do. I laugh and I keep it going. I don't get caught up in that. I don't. But I have, I have, I have, and I said it a few weeks ago, I had to block somebody because they literally did say that black people are ignorant and they were white and they're face and they're and they were a Facebook friend of mine. I'm thinking to myself, well, then why did you request me to be a, a Facebook friend if you're gonna say all black people are ignorant? 
it blew my mind. I was like, oh my God. So yeah, I had to block him. And that and that right there, I there, and some things you got to be able to recognize and realize what you can speak to and what you don't need to speak to, and you just move accordingly. God will show you what you need to do concerning people at the end of the day. So Pastor, I so I went on to say to Pastor Tammy, listen, I, I hear what you're saying, but listen, I'm not, we're not talking about this. Uh, and I'm I'm asking you to respect my my choice. I choose not to get into politics because of what it brings. It brings division. It brings chaos. It brings confusion. Honey, you wind up losing friends. People getting killed over stupid stuff. And there have been people getting shot and killed over politics and church. And we, and not we, there are 90% of apostles, 90% of bishops, 90% of pastors, 90% of evangelists, 90% of believers, 90% of Christians are losing friends and family because of politics. And that is why in the Bible, God was trying to tell the people, I'm your king, I'm your Lord, I'm all you need. You don't, you don't need, you don't, you, you, um, it's always, it's going to cause confusion. It is not going to end well. It's not, it's just not. And he tried to tell them, but they didn't want to listen. So they went on and said, Saul. And Saul was self-righteous. Saul was disobedience. And that is what we are doing today. And this is, we are righteous restoration. Some of you are being overtaken by racism, by politics, and by church. Three things. Stop attacking and start contacting. If somebody has said something on social media that you didn't understand, make a phone call, send an inbox, send a text and ask if we can have a conversation. You y'all y'all are y'all are literally walking on dangerous ground when you are disrespecting blatantly blatantly disrespecting intentionally the men and women of God and you don't even realize that that thing will come back and it will bite you in the butt later. So even in this, the reason why I'm calling names is because I'm not I'm not hiding behind hearsay. Well, she said this and he said that. No, I'm calling names. Pastor Kevin Lane has, is upset because people came to give their personal opinion because a personal opinion that he shared. So now my only concern is if you felt the need to share, then why could not, why could have not, they had a need to share. That's their personal opinion. And then you turn around and you block them. And that's not God. That's not God. It's not in that manner that brought division and discord, that is not God. Because Pastor Lane, and I'm, and I'm talking to you, because whether you see this, whether you don't, it's fine. But Pastor Lane, you should be mature enough to have a conversation, not on social media, but a phone call should have been made. I love you. I don't know if you're on here or not. Um, this right, the the, the lot, this thing that I do, I don't know. But if you let you, if you listen and your comment is fine. But Pastor Lane, the Holloways love you. We are, we adore your ministry and all. But if you felt that Bishop or Shakira or Minister Stacy was coming uh, attacking you, a conversation 
should have been made. So I'm saying, I'm apologizing. Well, hello, Pastor Lane. Good to see you. It was good to know I ain't blocked. Praise the Lord. <laughs> good to know I ain't blocked. But seriously, Pastor Lane, we love you. We do. Lord knows we do. But we are, we have to be so careful that we are following. Literally, we have to be careful. We are, we, and I, when I say immature, I'm talking now, let me, thank you, pa, thank you, Pastor Lane, for posting that I am mature. Let me say this. That's why I said 90%. We should all be a mature enough. I'm talking about in general, all of us. If we say that we are Christians, if we say that we are pastors, if we say that we are an apostles or bishops or Christians or a believer, whomever we say that we are, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. I will heal their land. I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive them of their sins. So if we say that we are Christians, we should be mature enough to no attacks but contacting. So Pastor Lane, this message on today is not about you. So let me thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. It's not about you. It's about social media. It is about what is overtaking you. We should not be overtaken by racism. We should not be overtaken by politics. We should not be overtaken by church. We are Christians. And our main goal should be about God and deliverance and restore righteous restoration. And I've been saying it, righteous restoration. But sometimes we're going to find ourselves in the word. Sometimes we're going to find ourselves in the message. It's not to hurt you. I said it when I first got started 17 days ago. I said it. I'm here to help you, not hurt you. But if I hurt you, it's because I'm helping you. Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. That's right, Pastor Lane. You don't have to argue. The word of God, you do not. That's I, and I don't know if you saw here when I read about the, the politic things, but that's what it causes. Politics and religion should never mix. Church and state should never mix. Let me say this. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Listen, I do marriage counseling, okay? And somebody asked me, I think it was my cousin, Latasha. She asked me. She said, are you going to work for the state? I said, oh, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. I'm not going to work for the state because if I work for the state, I will be, I will be liable to their rules and their regulations. And I want to have a choice of who I minister to. So I'm going through the church because my bylaw, because we have we have church bylaws. And because I don't believe in uh, a same-sex marriage, if I was to be in the state and two of them were to come and want me to marry them, I would have to do that because I hold that license. And I was I said no. I want to be able to minister who I want to minister to, minister to. I want to be able to encourage who I don't want to be tied. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I don't want to be tied to one thing. So I minister the, I, I encourage the believer and the unbeliever. I do marriage counseling to the believer and the unbeliever. But now I have a right to say, but I do it by the word of God. And the word of God said that this is not right. So I can encourage, I can do, I can give you counseling individually. But I won't do marriage. I won't do marriage counseling to same-sex marriage. That's my choice. That's my decision. But when you go with the state, that's where you have to go. If you go to the church, we got bylaws. Literally. So that that is why I said what I said. 
So this was not to be disrespectful to anybody, but I didn't want nobody to take my message wrong and mock it either. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So if he made a choice to block, he shouldn't have done that. Pastor Lady, if you're still on here, that's what you should have not done. You should have called Bishop and you could have had a conversation because you are old enough and you're mature enough, especially older than uh, uh, Shakira, to go ahead and kindly said to her, you could have inboxed her and said, you could have said to Shakira, Shakira, I understand what you're saying. You could have inboxed and said, listen, I understand what you're saying, but um, I feel like you're saying this and the other, and that's not where it is. And that way you could have gave Shakira a better, you could have gave her an opportunity to even explain where she was coming from. This is why you don't have conversations about politics and religion on the book. Inbox, conversation, have a conversation. All of, because I'm telling you, God holds all of us accountable. Hey, Chauncey, God holds all of us accountable for what we say, for what we do, for how we act. And if we don't act according to the word of God, it does put us in a place of thinking that we're right and we're not. We're not. I'm sorry, you're not. All of this could have been avoided if if the, if not, if 100,000 percent of the Christian community would not get caught up in politics. Now, that's real. And I just read it to you. I just read to those who just came on. Let me let me say this to you again. We are also told that we should not mix religion and politics. Again, this saying has a powerful truth that when religion is used for political purposes, it empties religion and its internal meaning and becomes just one more cynical method of acquiring power. And nobody should have that much power but God. Good God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. We are supposed to be helpers one to another. So, yes, does it hurt sometimes? Yes. If it's not for you, scroll on through. If you know something's going to you want to post, it's going to cause conflict, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Do y'all know how many times I will sit <laughs> with my phone and I'll write something out and the Holy Spirit say, don't do that. Because I had to learn. I had to learn that it's not about me and it's not about them, but it's about God. And I said it earlier. Why? Because we are not to allow our good to be evil spoken of. But when you do that, it shows your true intentions. It shows your true heart. And even though you say, but that's not it, but that's not it. But when you post it and you you defend it, it makes it look like that's where you are. And that's why people do what they do and say what they say. That's why you don't. None of us. Nope, 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 nope. I can't be a Holy Ghost fireball, fireball and fire baptized and, and be married to an atheist. That's crazy. It doesn't make sense. Why would I, when I know a God, not marry somebody who don't even believe in God? It makes no sense. We have got to be careful. It says that we need to avoid discussing two things at the dinner table, religion and politics. It doesn't mix. It's not going to work and it's not going to get better. All it's going to do is draw division and it's going to sow discord amongst the body of believers and God is not going to be pleased. Listen, take it from somebody who knows me. I know I've done it. I've been in there. But because I don't want to go to hell, 
I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. So I know I have to tread very lightly. And I know I've been on here almost in 10 minutes. It'd be, it'd be an hour. No, I came on at 11. So actually, I've been on an hour and a half. So, but that's beside the point. I needed to get this out. And this is why I said it needed to be shared. You, you have to understand Discord, Discord is for sure what has been caused today by a simple post. Yes, Pastor Lane. Yes, 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 yes. And you said it by a simple post, something that could have been avoided. But I'm going to be honest with you. If you know, and we, and Pastor Kevin, you're going to make me go there. Are you? I'm looking at your name like I'm looking at you. So you're going to let me go there. We had this conversation, <laughs> twin. We had this whole conversation months ago. Matter of fact, might have been like two years ago. We had this whole conversation. We can't get caught up in politics because as soon as you share something that people are going to be in their feelings. Now, I'm not saying that um, Shakira or Bishop and Minister Stacey, I'm not saying that they're right. I'm not saying that they're wrong. What I'm saying is we should have all moved accordingly. But if all they were doing was just giving a simple, simple, a simple opinion to a simple post. If you pass, thank you, Holy Spirit. If Pastor Kevin, if you felt like that where they were going and that was not it, then you could have just been on, you, you could have been like, well, you know what? Just whatever. I'll let them believe what they want to believe and just move on. And that, but see, but see, but see, that's where me and you, we struggle with that. We not, we going to speak to it. We going, we going, this, we going to do it. We going, we going to do that. We going to do it. We going to do it. That's what, that's, that's who we are. But again, people should not judge us because of who we are. People should not come against us because who we are. You know, it should never be in that place like that. But that's what happens. That's what happens. And that's why I said, I just, I, listen, I didn't write this article about politics and religion. I made sure that when I went to research, this was yesterday. And I did this yesterday. So I didn't even know that, oh, this was going to take place today. But God knew. And God is using those who is going to have a heart to give truth, who's going to have a heart to speak boldly and, and 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 don't mind. Yes, I've been blocked. Listen, I'm look. People unfollow me, and I listen. We're not got. I'm not stupid. Check this out. I could be on a whole live and watch somebody comment to be there, and I could do a live and they don't even show up. But I'm not mad about it. I'm like, okay, so this is what we're doing. But I'm able to. I can able to speak it to the Lord and keep it moving. It no longer festers in my heart. Why? Because I needed deliverance and I had to recognize that I needed deliverance. I needed to recognize that there were just certain people that were coming for me unintentionally, but intentionally by Satan. Satan was using them to get to me. They didn't know it, though. That I mean, it's almost like they would speak one thing and then turn around and do something else. I'm thinking to myself, you're just unstable. And God had to show me that, but they didn't realize they were unstable. That goes back to Galatians chapter six. When you think that you're something, when you're nothing, you deceive yourself. And that's what we do. We deceive ourselves and we think that we're not doing anything wrong, but we are. And, but the Holy Spirit has to show you. The Holy Spirit has to lead you. And, and listen, the Holy Spirit will never, the Holy Ghost will never lead you wrong. The Holy Ghost will never lead you wrong. Now, listen, I know people don't like me. I mean, that's a given. 
Why? Because I'm not one to hide my hands behind my back. I'm not one to lie. I'm not one to manipulate. I'm going to speak it to what it is. And if I see something that I don't like, I'll usually do a lie about it and say, wait a minute, when you speak about one, you think about us the whole world. I, I don't have that. I've done it with uh, uh, Elder Bush. When she was saying all leaders are um, insecure about people leaving the church, I just had to do a lie. Wait a minute. Hold on. No, no, no. I'm not insecure because somebody leaves the church. Don't put, them, don't put me in that bag. I ain't insecure about somebody leaving the church. My thing is, some people leave the church because they don't want to listen. They don't want to walk in obedience. They don't want to follow direction. So everybody who leaves church is not because of the of a leader. Some people leave the church because of, of them. And so I had to I had to literally bring truth to that. So my thing is, what I'm trying to get people to understand is, if we say that we are pastors, if we say that we are leaders, if we're trying to leave sinners to the rock, we're going about it all the wrong way. Because you got to understand that there are people on our pages that are not saved. There are people on our pages that don't even go to church. But this is this is the reason why, though, because when you when 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 the when the when the men and women of God is bickering and arguing and sowing discord and bringing division on the on on social media. They're looking like this wrong go church. This wrong, this wrong through with them because they do the same thing I'm doing. How can, how can I be led? They can't even lead themselves. So we have to be careful. And three, I'm done in three minutes. So we have to be careful. And we have to understand, like I said, we love everybody. But just because our opinions don't match or manner up to somebody else's, it doesn't make it a bad thing. And we got to stop thinking that everything, we got to stop thinking that everything is an attack. Some things are not an attack, but Satan is taking this. I'm telling y'all, hear me. And this is not prophetic, but hear what I'm saying. Satan is using the coronavirus. Satan is using racism and Satan is using politics to set up the Christian community. If the, if the Christian community, if we can't be on one accord, if we can't walk in unity, there's nothing. We have nothing. So we got we to gotta band together and we got to be on one accord. We got to walk in unity. So, and I know right now, I done made somebody mad right now when I say, I don't vote. I sure do not. No, nope. Because I, nope. Mm -mm. Because you know, I told Pastor Tammy, I said, because they all lie. They all manipulate to get what they want. If they want to reach a certain, if they want to reach the black community, they're going to be all up in their face. They want to reach the homosexuals, they're going to be all up in their face. They want to meet the, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the Chinese, they're going to be all up in their face. That, that's what they do. They lie to get what they want. I don't care. Politics, politics, politics. It's not good. It's just not. That's right, Elizabeth. You got to stay focused with no distractions. And those distractions now is racism. I mean, 2020, who said this was vision? 2020, the devil is a lie. Because, <laughs> honey, I've never prayed. Listen. I can say I've been saved since 2006, and I'm going to tell you, 2020, I prayed more this year than I have since 2006, and I've been showing up praying. Honey, I've been praying. I've been going through. I've been trying to hold on. I've been fighting battles. Honey, my children, my finances, I mean everything, the ministry. Because Satan, Satan is retarded. <laughs> Satan is just doing the most. And Satan is causing us to lose focus. Satan is causing us to lose focus. 
and he's going to throw every distraction in. He just is. And you know what, Pastor Lane, I don't even know if you're still on here, but it just dropped in my spirit. Lord, let me know. Let me know, Pastor Lane. Let, please let me know if you're still on here. I'm about to help you. I'm about to, I'm about to help you. I'm about to help you show enough. Lord have mercy. I just felt this in my spirit. But Pastor Lane, if, you, if you're not on here, uh, I, I hope you go back and maybe watch the end of this. But let me say this, because now let me tell you what's going to have to happen. <laughs> when we get in, in situations like this, because I had to do it. I had, I had to do it. He comes to kill. That's right, Elizabeth. Because I had to do it. Listen, because I had to do it. Five, five years ago, yeah, five years ago, when I flipped out on everybody on Facebook, all the leaders, them, we praying for you. I said, don't pray for me. Your prayers ain't working. <laughs> I was tripping. I was, in, I was in raw form. But guess what I had to do? I had to go back and apologize to everybody that I had hurt. God bless you, well. God bless you as well. Listen, I had to go back and apologize to everybody I had to hurt. So if you know you struggle with, with forgiving people, just don't mess up people. <laughs> just don't do wrong by people. If you don't like to apologize, be good. Because God said, if you can't forgive them, I can't forgive you. So now it doesn't matter who goes out first or who does what. And now, how can we minister? And I just said this: we are prophesying over hatred. We are pastoring over uh, unforgiveness. We are. We were doing all of these things, and we're just going on about our day, walking on thin air, literally. Because at any given moment, God can snatch something that belongs to you, or God can take something away that belongs to you, or there are some doors that won't open because you got unforgiveness in your heart at the end of the day. So I'm just saying, so he must be gone. It's fine. Hello, everybody that was on here. I love y'all. But listen, I love everybody. I love everybody. And if I get blocked, I just I just get blocked. If people unfollow me, I just get unfollowed. But in order for me to keep my salvation, sometimes I have to do that. Sometimes I do. But it's not because of racism or COVID or or um, ignorant people. It's the fact that I'm really trying to hold on to my salvation. And 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 I don't want to lose. I don't want to my character. My character means more to me than anything. And I don't want to risk, and I don't want, and I don't want to know something. And I just said it in James 4 17. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth not to him, it is sin. And if I know to do good and God, and I know that this is God, I want to walk in God. I want to walk in his healing. I want to walk in his deliverance. That's what I want to do. So at the end of the day, whether y'all hear it, whether you don't, it doesn't even matter. We have to tread lightly and we have to move accordingly. We have to move accordingly. Okay, so I'm I'm done. Um, this is what is overtaking you. If racism is overtaking you, pray. If if COVID-19 is overtaking you, pray. If church is overtaking you, pray. If jealousy, envy, strife, contention, hatred, malice, whatever, whomever, whether it's whatever, whatever noun is overtaking you, you got to use positive. What is positive? The word of God. You need positive reinforcements. Galatians, if you find your brethren overtaking in a fault, you which are spiritual are to restore such a one in spirit of meekness. I want the righteous restoration. That's what I want. And Luke, it tells us that we have a right to, to judge righteously. And I'm that spiritual one. And I want to restore you in the spirit of meekness. I want you to make it. I want everybody that can and will go to heaven with me. But it's a choice. 
it's a choice. You have to make the choice. You have to make the choice. We don't, we may not like it, but we got to respect it. And if somebody says something that you don't like, just move on from there. Sometimes you got to let people say what they want to say and just keep it moving. You, you ain't got to comment. You don't. I've learned it the hard way. I'm trying to help you. So I thank you all. I thank you all who stay with me. Like I said, I don't know. I guess everybody in love is only one. I only see one of my live, which is fine. I didn't win a whole hour and 34 minutes. 11 to 12 was one. Yeah. I went a whole hour and 34 minutes. Sorry. No, I don't apologize. That was, I don't apologize because it's God. It's God. We are helpers one to another. We are helpers one to another. And it we have to be, and we have to understand that if, if God is for us, then who is against us? No one can be against us if God is for us, but we got to draw not to God so God can draw not to us. Amen. I, I'm not here to hurt you, but I'm here to help you. But if, I, if I'm helping you, I may have to hurt you through the word of God, not me personally, but through the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I just thank God for all of you who, who, who traveled this far with me. Um, we're on day six and I'm excited. I know God is doing it. I know God is doing it. I know God is doing it. I know he's doing it. And it doesn't matter if we believe it. It doesn't matter if we receive it. It doesn't matter if we apply it. Jesus already told us, like he told the disciples, when you go into a town and you go in and you minister unto them and they don't receive you, he said, just go ahead and leave. Dust your feet off and go to the next. We can't worry about who's going to receive and who not. We can't worry about we're going to get a number or not. It's about God. He wants to get the glory. He wants to get the glory out of our lives. He wants to get the glory. And he needs people saved, set free, and delivered. What is overtaking you? What is overtaking you? Let me help you. Inbox me. And I will pray with you. I will intercede with you. I will stand in a gap with you. If you're struggling with something, if you're dealing with something and you just need prayer, I will pray with you. Amen. So thank you for tuning into what is overtaking you. No, I hear this spirit. This had nothing to do with all of that. But because God already had this in stone, he already had this in stone. He already knew God knows what we need. He knows. He knows what we need. And until we get so deep in the word, until we get so deep in God, until we allow the Holy Spirit to convict us and lead us and guide us and direct us, we will always think it's we will always think that it's wrong. And even if it is, even if it is wrong, thank you, Holy Spirit. Even if it is wrong, take it to God in prayer, and God will open up the door. He will open it, and it will be seen. It will be so. Stop attacking. Start contacting. It's that simple. It's that simple. If somebody is coming against you and you don't know why, the Bible says if you think that your brother has an out, go to them. It's that simple. I've done it. I still do it. I keep telling everybody around that I know. Girl, call them. Stop that. Stop. Because you bringing it to me, I can't help you. Take it to the person you have a problem with and find out. And if they say everything's okay, wash your hands and keep it moving. If they come back months or years later, bring it up saying, let me know. You know then, you, then at that moment, you can say no. God released me from that. But if you're still holding on to that, when you ask for forgiveness, and I forgave you and I went on and you still hold on to that. Now that's between you and God. Don't allow what somebody else got going on then them to bring you back in and suck you back into something. I can only tell you all of this because I've experienced it. 
or I've done it. <laughs> I've experienced it or I've done it myself. Yes, honey, my testimony is y'all. Money show. Y'all just y'all don't even, y'all just don't know. But anyway, I love y'all. On tomorrow, I will be back in here at 8 a.m. What is overtaking you? God bless you. I pray that this encourages you. I pray that it blesses you. But we we as Christians, we got it, we got to get it together. We, we can't do it. Politics and religion don't mix. Church and politics don't mix. Church and state don't mix. So I'm just saying, as Christians, let us band together. Let us pray for one another. Let us fight the devil together. Amen. So know that I love you, but God loves you more. See y'all later. Thank y'all for hanging in here with me. <laughs>